Welcome, everyone, back on in to the podcast. We will sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. We're on the road to WrestleMania. I got KB from KBWrestlingReviews.com. He is ready to go. KB, you got a new book, right, that I Intercontinental Championship. Yes, book. I do. Uh, yes, I do. It came out uh, Friday. Where, where can we get it? Where, where's uh, over on my site, um, KBWrestlingReviews.com, not .net. I, um, I got it right this time. Yeah, you well, finally I'm, got it right. Took, it. You about, took you about six months. Um, uh, for Amazon, just KB Intercontinental Title should be the first thing that comes up. Uh, it's 400 matches, everything from house show matches that you've probably never seen before to um, every famous pay-per-view match you've ever seen before. Um, yeah, just looking back and trying to see why the title has started to die, which shouldn't be that hard to figure out, and just... Uh, comparing some present champions to former champions and seeing what kind of molds they fit in. And so it's a pretty comprehensive, uh, from, you know, historical aspect. of. Yeah, uh, it goes from, obviously you can't do every title defense ever because that book would be 10,000 pages long. Um, but it's got 400 matches, some just... I just try to look at a little bit of everybody, see what they did, what they didn't do. Um, obviously some years there's only a limited amount of stuff you can find. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of modern stuff, a lot of old school stuff, um, a lot of tournaments in there, just everything, everything, the first match would be Patterson against, uh, Ted DiBiase, which would be the closest thing you'll ever get to a, uh, 
a legitimate title match as DiBiase was the North American champion and then Patterson won it in a tournament. So that'd be the closest thing you'll get to an original title match. And then just all through the rest of history up to the end of 2015. Okay. Sounds very good. Um, What was the thing you said about how something dies? Uh, How the title died? Well, last night. Oh, yeah. Raw fucking died on us yep. as it started off, you know, seeming like we were going to have ourselves a pretty, a pretty serious, pretty serious piece of business going on. Yeah, and then not so much. Um, yeah. This WrestleMania is, and by the way, everybody, this is pretty much going to be our our comprehensive WrestleMania go home, um, because next week, number one. The go home shows for WrestleMania don't uh, tend to have a whole ton of uh, or the go home shows for the pay per views don't have a whole ton of longevity. I understand that because you know uh, once you listen to it, then the pay per views like a few days later. So that's why we're doing it well in advance. Um, neither one of us really think that too much more is going to get announced, but I wouldn't put ahead in the modern day WWE to announce stuff for fucking WrestleMania um, a few days before it happens. But whatever. Um, and I also will have a very special game. Well, this is not written in stone. As everything with wrestling, it is written in pencil. But I'm going to have a man who is making his iPay-Per-View debut this weekend. Hit up Demand Progress. Put Demand Progress into Google so you can see... Body Guy Johnson and the Wasteman Challenge come to the newest chapter show for Progress Wrestling. That's like their monthly pay-per-view. He's going to make his main roster debut. He's going to crush somebody, the waviest man in pro wrestling, and he has agreed to come back on here next week and tell us all about that experience. So, big things going on. Very cool, very cool. Yes, sir. Um, But otherwise, we're going to hit up this WrestleMania go home here. Um, you know, this WrestleMania is just really, really weirdly imbalanced. Like, yeah, like the, the ingredients are there and this could be, but it's kind of like, we're taking a left here. We're taking a right there. We're kind of, I I don't know. Just, I, I feel like the card could be pretty darn good. It's just a lot of weird builds and weird pairings. You might even say we keep trying to get in the fast lane, but we keep hitting roadblocks on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just the like like last night was a perfect microcosm of with the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Oh man, man, I'm going to erupt on that one. Could you? Okay, good. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll make one, then you can go crazy. Can you direct me to a good? competent reason why Sami Zayn was not on Raw the night after Royal Rumble and we haven't gone with this this feud all the way on through to a one-on-one to WrestleMania because we still could have fuck we still could have had it it was still perfectly set up um the hatred is still there people who like both guys know their story um you could have built it both guys are perfectly capable of building the program through the promos like we've already seen in NXT Sami Zayn made his return during the Royal Rumble, eliminates Kevin Owens, he comes out the next night, fuck you Kevin Owens, you ruined my debut, so I'm ruining your chance at the at the belt, and then away we go, we have our few rolling into WrestleMania. I'm not going to lament the fact that this could be made all the more awesome had Kevin Owens beat John Cena for the US title, and he was still in the midst of some, you know, this epic United States title run at this point. And then it came down to him and him and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Yeah. But now, after they teased us, making us think there was going to be a legit number one contender, and we were going to possibly oh, yeah. maybe get Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yep. Now we have fucking seven people in a ladder match. That's going to be yep. garbage, uh, yep. like it always is. Um, I'm happy for... Zack fucking Ryder is going to be on WrestleMania in the Intercontinental title match. And I'm going to be there for it. Has he won a match in two years? Let's take a quick look at that. What the because fuck I don't is going so. on here? Uh, 
that's that right there is where they lost me completely. I have not hit a wall on an episode of any TV show like I hit last night in a long, long time. That show was, I thought it was a great show until they announced that. Until they announced that, they had me, but then... Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the yeah, this, the, the this, seismographs this, are going off. The, the, the We're getting warnings here. Yeah. The eruption um, of Mount KB on this yeah, match. Go and, ahead. Uh, in case you're wondering, I'm looking real quick. Ryder, other than some main event stuff, I'm looking, I'm looking. We're back into the previous year. He hasn't won anything. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since Ryder won anything on Raw or SmackDown. We'll go with that. More on this as we get a team together to go back that far in time. Um, Did you win matches on main event? Main event and superstars, uh, you know, because that totally counts. Um, Still looking... I'm back into September of last year. Uh, yeah. So, we'll go with no. He has not won anything of note, unless I missed it, in a very long time. But now he's got a title match at WrestleMania. An intercontinental title match at WrestleMania. Yes, yes. Um, so, here's the thing. My problem with that was, during that 3 minute and 40 second quote match, unquote, um, they spent the entire match burying all three guys saying, why do any of these three deserve a title match? And no one had an answer for it. And then they give them a title match. At WrestleMania. Yeah. That if there has ever been a thing that completely, I guess the guy who won a match clean over John Cena, right? If there has ever been a moment where they answer their own questions about why, commentary is bad that was it yeah what the fuck are you doing yeah exactly that uh, is the definition of why wwe commentary is its own worst enemy you can't sit there and tell me these guys are worthless and that's basically what they were saying ignoring the fact that stardust was intercontinental champion what a couple of years ago that's not that long ago I mean, he he was Intercontinental Champion at WrestleMania. You know, at, what was that? WrestleMania 28, I believe, against Big Show in yeah, a tables yeah, match. Stardust, Cody Rhodes was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just, you can't say that. And then Ryder was Intercontinental Champion a couple of years, or U.S. Champion a couple of years back. By the way, the uh, from what I can find as far as Raw, a match that actually aired on TV, Raw or SmackDown, mm-hmm. it is... His last win was July 21st, 2014. <laughs> when he beat Fandango. So that was a guess. That was a guess. He, yes, literally, it's almost been two years. Yeah. Um, before that, we're back into 2013. Yeah. On Raw and SmackDown, it has been nearly two years. And he is... Now officially the number one contender to the Intercontinental title. Well, you know, co-number one contender. Well, yeah, but he's getting a title match. He didn't even win that match. No, <laughs> throw no it out. he didn't. He didn't. And the thing is, before that, it hit, that win was his first in over a year as well. And the, aside from all that, the storyline explanation for this match happening is what again? Yeah, go for it. Stephanie felt like making the match. Because Owens annoyed her in some way. That's it. Do you remember WrestleMania 6? Yes, do. When the Intercontinental Champion was unstoppable, and he came to WrestleMania to take the big belt and ascend to the heights. The ultimate challenge. Now, we make WrestleMania... Intercontinental Championship matches by Stephanie getting annoyed. And do you remember what it was last year by any chance? It was something like a multi-man ladder match with some of the same fucking people in the fucking match that are in it this year. And do you remember the, even, that so, sums it up so perfectly. Do you remember the story that set it up last year? Uh, yeah, everybody wanted it, stealing the belt, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And uh, by the way, before that, his previous win, Christmas Eve of 2012. 
This man has won two matches in three and a half years. And... He might be the Intercontinental Champion. Well, no, he will not be the Intercontinental no, Champion. But... <laughs> that is not going to happen. So I guess that's what we're getting to next, just with how shit this is. Um, what are we... What are we thinking as a result? Uh, probably Owens wins and sets up a one-on-one match with Sammy, which should have been at WrestleMania at uh, Re- WrestleMania in the first place. I, you know what? If that's how it goes down, I can somewhat stomach it just yeah. so we get that match in the first in the you know overall. But um, I don't know. It's still just a stupid setup, and yeah, but it is a setup where. Owens can, um, you know, get a get a scummy win out of it and, and somehow escape with the belt and etc. I mean, still. So you think so? We're going with uh, Owens retains. I think that makes the most sense as well because yeah, in this type of thing, there's no obvious. Like last year, Daniel Bryan made his return. They wanted to do something yeah. big with the Intercontinental Championship. It made sense. Okay, Daniel Bryan's going to take the belt. Yeah, this year, um. It really only makes sense to have Owens win and beca- continue to become strong for Sami Zayn to be sitting on the floor looking disappointed and then you move into the one-on-one feud that we should have been had since the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, let, just to go over the other people in this, we have The Miz and Dolph Ziggler who have made it a habit of just trading nothing wins like in minute in minute long quote matches unquote. Um Sami and uh Owens who are fine. And Sin Cara, who, again, I don't remember the last time he won a match. They could not have... Oh, and Stardust, who is... Okay, fine. Stardust, at least... He's like the perennial mid-card loser at this point. Yeah. But at least he's won some stuff before. Ryder hasn't won anything in years, literally. Um, Sin Cara has never done anything on his own. I just think it's funny that I was sitting here and I'm texting the Shockmaster back and forth and I'm like, you know, anything, and just please don't, you know, it's going to be a fatal four-way. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Little did I know. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens when you fucking complain about yeah. things that be worse. <laughs> yeah. And the worst, the other, not the worst part, the worst part was making it a seven-man ladder match. They teased it. They teased yeah, they that one like they were going to do the right thing. Yeah. Which made it all the more just a dropout. Yeah. And for absolutely no logical reason, here are seven guys in a ladder match. Just because. Obscene. Speaking yeah. of obscene, you know, in a three-hour and 15-minute show, it's, it's tough to fucking get every story on the show, even if it's... Uh, your mid-card title, that's supposed to yeah, be Yeah, I, I noticed, yeah, they were nowhere to be seen last Hello night. Hello there, fucking yeah. Ryback and Kalisto. Yep. A match that I was very much looking forward to. Yeah. Not, yeah, not on the show last night. That's not important enough. Has the, for my money, one of the coolest builds. I mean, you're getting the ultimate David and Goliath here, you know. Yeah, and they had a good match in the in the world title tournament. They had a great match in the world title tournament. I mean, there's this is going to be a real good match, and I like I love the 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 direction of both characters a lot. I really do. Um, yeah, yeah. But they just could not manage to be to be on the to be on the show last night. And uh, I'm wondering where the time went because Triple H had what a 30 second appearance. Yeah, where the fuck did the time go last night? What did they even? Because that's the thing is I can't. I don't really remember anything. Okay, let's see. Kevin Owens and AJ got super fluous that they spent time on. Owens and AJ got 20 minutes. That was a long match. No, it was yeah, good. it was a long match with a lot of great high spots and just a just a knockdown drag out. You know, battles yeah. intercontinental. That, it's almost like that would have been fucking worth putting on a pay per view instead yeah. of fucking doing three time twice in one week on free TV. It was non-title, but I, that which which made me worry that they were going to go fifty-fifty again because Owens already beat AJ on SmackDown. But at least Owens won. That's good, and he didn't win clean, so that's all good too. Um, <laughs> the though the thing was that was also a very smart way to 
to do the first match with that was pretty much a Ring of Honor match. They even did the let's grab each other and hit each other in the head with a bunch of forearm spot. No, I mean it was a very good match. It's just yeah. that match should have been built to with both guys getting wins over yeah. opponents and then put on a pay per view and then given another two or three minutes and then having a de- yeah. having a decisive fucking finish for the Intercontinental yeah. title on a fucking pay per view. That would have yeah. been the way to yeah. do. Uh, you had all those Vince, uh, all those Shane versus Undertaker videos. Those went on for a good while. Uh, Biggie and Rusev got eleven minutes. Um, all the Intercontinental title stuff. Yeah, where did I'm looking back at this? The time did fly by. I mean, the main event was six minutes, but that was that was a well done. That made perfect sense what they did with it. Um, our truth and Bubba Ray Dudley because. I still don't know why we're watching the Usos and the Dudleys at WrestleMania, but apparently I keep forgetting that match exists. I'm excited that it exists only because it screams pre-show. It does. And onto the Giant Battle Royal, there's a pretty fucking good chance to bring it back around to where we started that Ryback and Kalisto is going to be on the actual real show. Yeah, and that was my biggest fear. So, yeah. thank you, Deadly Boys, for being pre-show fodder. Yeah. Um, it, it, speaking it of also... the pre-show, let's kind of cover the different format they're doing for that this year. Um, really interesting in that they're using the pre-show. And they didn't say this, but I'm going to tell you right now what it's about to be. The pre-show on the USA is going to be an hour-long commercial for the WWE Network. Oh, yeah. Hey, WrestleMania, the next month is free. Everybody sign on. Everybody create an account right now. Yeah. Uh, Look at WrestleMania. Look how awesome the set is. Look how awesome the arena is. Don't you want to be a part of this? Yeah. Come jump on. I find that really interesting and kind of kind of kind of crazy and like it's kind of cool you know that the the battle royal is going to be on there and um yeah yeah pretty interesting yeah um you're gonna have that there's i mean they're, they're, they've started doing two person uh two shows on the pre two matches on the pre-show uh last year which was a good idea because that pre-show can run a little long uh you would yeah. think they're gonna do usos dudley's it seems like they're gonna put golden truth in there at least if that's what they've seemingly been building to um, though, I mean, I'm good on seeing the Usos and the Dudleys get 10, 15 minutes of WrestleMania time. That doesn't really need to happen. No, uh, okay. I, that's a good pre-show match. Um, especially with just some of the other stuff that could work. And a lot of these matches are going to need time, though. We'll get into this later. I really don't know how Shane and Undertaker can be stretched out as is. Uh, that can only go on so long. Well, I do. Let, let's go ahead and address the, the, the elephant right. in the room, because that's... Um, I have maintained since for a while now that this should have been Shane versus Vince with, uh, and just make it a, a total shit show. Like, um, the way that Triple H sting was done last year. Yeah, I get that, but I don't know about Vince. I don't know about Vince taking that many bumps. Okay. You know, I've, I've heard that, but he doesn't need to take bumps. You, Shane takes bumps. You have run-ins. Vince, they're about to lock up. Run in. Vince calls out this guy. Run in. Vince calls out that guy. Run in. Vince calls out that guy. So by the time Vince finally rolls under the ropes and he's ready to wrestle, Shane has already fought like four or five people. So right? basically basically the McMahons against DX from years ago. He's already fought four or five people. They're about ready to lock up. You know, Vince stomps Shane for a little while, beats him up, and then the glass shatters. Vincent Man looks up at the ramp. He looks like he just shit his pants. Here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin in front of 100,000 people in Dallas, Texas. Stunner, roll out, Shane Pin, we fucking move on. Like, there's no more perfect fucking way to, to, to have this match go out. But the only we're going to get whatever the fuck we're about to get. I just don't know how well that works in the cell at WrestleMania. I like the idea, I just don't know if I like it at WrestleMania. That's almost too, like, gimmicky Vince Russo style of we're going to do everything we can to not have a match while saying we have a match. Well, I mean, they've done that at, at quite a few I know, I'm just, not a fan. I'm just not a fan of that style. Yeah, I understand, but I, personally I think it's kind of fun just because WrestleMania is a place where you get cameos and you get oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that every year. So oh, that, they're, they're, that's where I would have had it this year. Oh, I have no doubt there's going to be probably at least five or six people involved in that match. I don't doubt that for a second. Um, there's really no... 
Well, let's, let's just throw what this. Else can, what else can Shane do for 30 minutes? Let's just throw this flicker of a flame out one more time. Um, just because I'm sure Shocky will listen to this show. Um, Sting did an interview the other day. Yeah. Where he said that his neck was fine. Yeah. It's not retired. And the WWE doctor said that his neck was fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. While that would be cool, on the other hand, uh, that would be phenomenally stupid to have that match without fucking advertising it in advance. Yeah, that, that, my next thing was going to be, unless they pull Cena out of, basically out of rehab to go and do this, but again, you don't have The Undertaker and Cena at WrestleMania. No, 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 no. I said Sting. I, I know, but I'm saying that that I'm saying that was where I was going to go next. It's the same exact principle. Okay, you wouldn't do Sting like you just said with no advertising. At You're the same right. time, they've already speaking of which, listen everybody, they've already uh, broken their all-time ticket sold record. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Fuck not. <laughs> You've already broken the record. So yeah. well, well, that's the thing that people kept talking about was the other thing to remember: those tickets went on sale back in what November, I think. Yeah. Because so, I tried to get them in December and had to go to StubHub. Um, but they threw all... So all the, a lot of those tickets, probably I would say minimum 60,000 of them, sold before anything was announced. Yeah. And the other thing to remember, even if StubHub bought up thousands of those, tens of thousands of them, which I assure you they did from having to deal with that market, WWE can say, hey, those tickets were sold. Oh, yeah. And they will say that because that's how everybody does it. I mean, I've been to Cincinnati Reds games before. There might be 8,000 people in the stadium, but they'll say tonight's paid attendance is 20,000 people because that is the paid attendance. That's what's going to be interesting to see. Okay, so let's just throw that out there, throw this out here for anybody who doesn't know. Um, The largest crowd that has ever attended a show is rumored to be, rumored to be, I say, because there's been, but generally accepted. WrestleMania three, yeah, ninety three thousand. It was seventy eight thousand paid. Yeah, paid tickets, ninety three thousand attendance. They um, paper crowds. They yeah. comp tickets. They do yeah. you know whatever they want to do to get them. Yeah, the number one tickets sold, actual tickets sold, is um, Wembley Stadium for WrestleMania nineteen ninety two. Um, which was how many were in attendance? It was something 84, I think. Eighty four thousand. Eighty four thousand. Is so eighty something? That's the number one. That's the number one tickets sold, not overall attendance. Right. But WrestleMania this year has already surpassed tickets sold with eighty five thousand, and we'll have to just wait and see what the announced attendance is with standing room only added with yeah. um with well, the, comped tickets. They'll announce a hundred thousand if WWE has to buy the tickets themselves. Alright you know what I wouldn't be I mean let's uh yeah, to be real, it's probably gonna be one hundred thousand, but we know at least eighty five thousand are yeah. are sold and, and that is the new record for WWE. Yeah. Also of note, um, this is a, a side story because that that seventy eight versus ninety three thing drives me nuts. Uh, one other note that people overlook: when Meltzer first announced the attendance, he said it was over ninety in in his own reporting. Now later on, he rolled that back, but he himself and one of the old observers said it was over ninety. So, I mean, take that for what you will. He's argued it himself before, so there were sources earlier saying it was ninety one some odd. So, it's out. So, Meltzer himself has said it. But anyway, that's beside the point. The point of it is, there's going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. A lot of people. It's going to be awesome. Yes, it is. Um, and those 80-yard video screens are going to help a lot. It's going to be fucking insane. Yeah, it absolutely. is. Yeah. Um, but, basically, I'm not wild. The card is a stretch at times. There are some very good things on there. But there's some stuff that makes you just scratch your head. Um, basically you've got a triple main event. One of those is pretty much guaranteed to be awesome with the street fight. I don't think that really needs much of a build. It's Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose hitting each other with hard objects for 20 well, Before we, we roll out, what's, what's yeah. our predict, what's, what are we predicting here for Shane and Man the Undertaker? Probably Undertaker winning. I, I don't see how it could be. Cause, I mean, especially I mean, they last... did leave themselves an out because the Undertaker, you know, could, could... 
you know, d- doesn't like being disrespected or, you know, whatever yeah. Vince has been doing. And so he could just decide to fucking walk out, you know, beat the shit out of Shane, but then be like, you know what? Here you go. Fuck that old man. The company's yours. Or something like I don't fucking know. I have yeah, no the, idea. Yeah, it's well, possible last, to call. Last night didn't do them any favors with the stipulation they added. Yeah, it really didn't, did it? Because um, I kept expecting, like, okay, someone's going to be added as a guest referee to help fight Undertaker off. And no, no, he wasn't. Um, no one was. Um, I don't know who you would add to this at this point. Uh, unless they do something big on Raw, which is always possible. Um, just, I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking a guy in his 40s who hasn't had a match in like six and a half, seven years against The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't against like Kevin Owens or someone you could conceivably see him getting a win over because they have no problem jobbing him. Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, for one thing, I cannot wait to hear to see people trying to spin. Oh well, Brock Lesnar destroyed the streak. He's just a part timer. Shane wins. Is all it's awesome because he's old. He's a guy that hasn't had a match in seven years, beating Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> I can't wait. If that happens, I can't wait to see people trying to spin that. I'm not even mad about not. I mean, you would think I'd be mad about the fact that, you know, if, if Shane wins and then Bray Wyatt didn't, did not win last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But to me, if, if they didn't have any better plans for Bray Wyatt than what they fucking had for him this year, then, you know, who gives a shit? Good. I'm glad he did. (laughs) I'm glad he didn't fucking get another, get a win too. So it's still worth something somewhat. The main main thing I was glad last year about was that Undertaker looked fine in that match and that the Brock match really was just because of that concussion and not just because Undertaker was really, really old because that Brock match is a disaster, but it's pretty clear. It's because Undertaker bashed his head really hard on the floor. Speaking of the Wyatts, what the fuck? I don't know, man. You got me on that one. Uh, I mean, I, I, Bray is dealing with a back injury. So well, that's what people said. And then he's on the fucking house show the other night wrestling. Yeah. Well, wait now, was he wrestling or was it like roadblock no, where he was in a match? Okay. Okay. I mean, in theory, I mean, there's always the battle Royal, which I don't know. Who I mean, I get, gonna... look, okay. I get what you're saying. He has a back injury, but then why the fuck are they on TV? Yeah. I mean, and not on WrestleMania. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, put him... If you have to, throw them into the Battle Royal. That's fine. And have him win. He ha- that, yeah. That has to happen. That fucking must happen. Where he leads the Wyatt Army through that fucking Battle Royal. And, and then they get Strowman, down to it. And then Strowman probably wins somehow because... No, they all just eliminate themselves. You know, hop yeah. on the top rope and... Yeah. Bray Wyatt uh, wins the fucking the Battle Royal. I, it's I, something. I mean, Exactly. Because right now they have nothing, and I don't know understand what is happening. And yet, I don't know who they're going to... I mean, it, it's going to be one of the jobberiest battle royals I've ever seen. Right now you have the Social Outcast, Big Show, and Kane. It's a shame that it's it's become that that so so yeah. soon. I'm sure... Because on it, it's like people forget that there's interesting and, and intriguing ways to book a battle royal. Like, you don't... Sure. It doesn't have to be just a bunch of people punch, kick, fucking bunch of jobbers. Like, it could be... Yeah. You know, of course, you get the riffraff out. Yeah. Toss a couple of those, those filthy goat herders over the rope, and then you get down to like the five or six guys that have five, six, seven, eight guys, and then you, it yeah. turns into a real match. You know, but yeah, it's like last, that doesn't last exist year, anymore. Right? Last year, I remember watching it. And it was like you have this big fracas going on behind, and there's like a, a mini stage set up where the where the match itself happens. Yeah, um, and then Big Joe beat Hideo Itami because well, he's Big Joe and he needed something or well, whatever. I mean. I'm still not. I'm at still least they, at that. least they don't fucking give it to Hideo Itami. Where is he at? Uh, uh, still recovering from injury somehow. Yeah, probably never Sa- coming back. Uh, Sam Sammy got hurt after him. Yeah, and, and came his, back first. Yeah. Uh, at this and at this and Hideo wasn't exactly lighting NXT on fire when he was there. Oh, well, and especially okay, if you were going to do that, why didn't if you were going to de- you knew you were going to debut Neville on Monday? What the fuck? Yeah. He could have been in it and gotten eliminated at the very end on some crazy shit, you know? Had Big Show win. He could have accomplished the same thing, but it got Neville some shine. Yeah, but... Whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Um, why, why do that when you can just have Big Show win everything? Oh, and make sure that Mizdow, who the fans have been wanting to cheer for months, gets eliminated at the very end. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, they'll find enough warm bodies to fill it up. You'll get Darren Young in there, I'm sure, and Otunga will get his annual appearance to remind people that he's still a thing. Hell yeah. Uh, just go, <laughs> there are enough people to, to fill that in. Also, last year, they added in the people from the, te- from the four-way tag title match. They added them yeah. in at the last minute, so you can have people work double if necessary. Well, we're about to get to the most well-built match on the whole card. Yeah. Holy shit, the women's championship. Not yeah. just the women's championship, but the three big girls from NXT. Yeah. Coming down, I mean, it's been based on athletic competitiveness. Um, all the characters are well built. Everybody had their time in the sun to to get some shine on them. Yep. And here we are. Fucking A. This is this is going to be something. Well, I'm excited. I'm cautiously excited. Because I've been cautiously excited about these women since, like, August. Yeah. And then it oh, has just been... get over it right now. You know Stephanie McMahon's going to introduce the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know she will. She's going to come walking out there and be like, I'm so proud of this thing that I made up and was all and my idea. I have not... And that I should get the credit for. Here they are, the divas. And, and make sure to support this charity, which I am oh so passionate about, until the end of the month. Yeah. Um... And let me tell you my thoughts on the Ultimate Warrior because reasons. Um, while I book, while I turn this into a seven-person ladder match, uh, yeah, this this is going to be fun. I could have gone without Charlotte and Becky's bicker, or Sasha and Becky's bickering on commentary last night, but uh, Charlotte has been nailing this character. Hopefully, she dumps Rick soon. Um, even though he hasn't really done Charlotte's been nailing this character, you don't say it's. <laughs> if only someone would have suggested this months and months ago. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, she's been she's been fine as this I'm just better than you character, which is what she was pretty much the role she was born to play. Um Becky is Becky Lynch, she's fine. Sasha is fine. So I don't see if they let this be an NXT match and not let me chinlock you, um They'll be fine. It'll be fun. It'll be one of the best matches on the card. Um, yeah, uh, I'll go with. I'll probably go with Charlotte to retain, and then probably a match, a one-on-one match against Sasha next month. Uh, what I am interested to see is, is is who out of Sasha and Bailey, or excuse me, out of Sasha and Charlotte. You see where I'm going with this already? Now I gave it away. I gave away the business. Yeah. Uh, out of Sasha and Charlotte, who is going to be the one out of them to take this belt into what I'm guessing is going to be into Brooklyn in the same building where the Sasha Banks Classic or Sasha Charlotte Classic? Oh my God, I'm fucking the, try that one again, dude. The Sasha Bailey Classic from last go. year in the Barclays Center. Which one of those two girls is going to carry it into that building again? For the rehash after Bailey inevitably comes up to the main roster in the next few weeks. And then jobs to probably Alicia Fox. Um, I, you got to go with Sasha. It's really the, it makes the most sense uh, just to do. Well, you did then, it. <laughs> don't We're get screwed. cocky saying that then. <laughs> We're screwed. Um, I mean, in theory, that should have been Sammy and Owens, but that didn't happen either. So. Um, yeah, I would go with Sasha for the smart booking again, eventually against Bailey in their third match. But I, eh, I, I we've said this for months. I am terrified for when Bailey makes her main roster debut. Well, I, apparently Brass sees her as female John Cena. Well, that they should because she they, fits they that fucking role. should. Yeah, exactly. She so. fits. I mean, just there is I, I don't remember the last time there was a completely non-sexualized woman who appeals to children. Yeah, I mean, time. I mean, again, I feel dirty watching her in a dress on Breaking Ground. Like, no, you're not supposed to notice that she's curvy. Stop that. Um, but it's I think. That, in theory, should be the most obvious match, as I cannot picture her surviving Asuka in Dallas. I just can't. Um, but yeah, Bailey should be going 
uh, Bailey will go up and probably have a match of the year candidate with one of these two. Uh, I, I well, both can, of them at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't picture Becky winning the title here. It really just doesn't make sense. Uh, Sasha has clearly been one of the now that she's gotten away from Naomi and Tamina because that was oh so necessary. And uh, did we ever get an explanation for why they tried to make them the female New Day for like? three weeks, and then it was just completely abandoned. Yeah. Like, with them dressing up in costumes at times, and... Whatever. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sasha, just to set up... uh, I'm sure Bailey and Charlotte will have a great match later on, but I would assume that they just set up uh, Sasha and... uh, Sasha and Bailey three overall... See, the only thing is, is that's a lot of TV. A lot of TV to cover in that amount of time. So I don't know if I feel so sure about them. You know, they might do the middle feud um, with Charlotte and Sasha and then move on to Bailey later. Yeah. It's a lot of TV time to fill between now and, and then. If nothing else, I am very glad that it really does seem like we've had, for lack of a better term, a brand split of the Divas division. And yeah, those, yeah, and those yeah. two divisions do not interact with each other. Good. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, very good. I mean... I don't. I think they said they officially signed. It was like Lana and uh, Naomi and Tamina against Alicia Fox, Bree and Paige, because that's a thing that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, um, I don't know if you watched it or not, but did you see this? The Edge and Christian segment. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> oh man! I immediately thought. I'm like, I've got to get on there and talk to him about this. Yeah. That was glorious. Oh, the internet says she has so much heat. And you know, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Everyone go out and watch the Edge and Christian Show segment yes, right now. Yes, it is it amazing. goddamn hilarious. And it's, like, they, it's like they've been listening to our show. Watch that show in general. It is so funny. The, the, I was skeptical at first, but they are nailing it. Yeah. And the Chump Stain Challenge is always fun. Yeah, I enjoy participating as well. In it. I do too. Um, but yeah, that show is hysterical. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, uh, I'll take Sasha to win here and hopefully Charlotte to fire her dad the next night. Yeah. Hopefully this will be a good way to, to cause the, the split there. I would, yeah. I would uh, yeah. be all for that as well. And maybe Flair can actually talk. Cause I think he said about four words in the last month and a half. Uh, down to the next well, I think the the, the co the second main event, Ambrose and Lesnar. I am yeah. unaware of how exactly they plan to play, plan to pay off the whole chainsaw thing. Yeah, let's throw out there. Uh, Roman Reigns had turned on Dean Ambrose, and this was coming down to a Ambrose Reigns title match, and. Which it should have. And people were giving him all these weapons, and you wanted to see him use these weapons on Reigns. Um, that would have about 7,000 times more uh, amount of crowd heat than what yeah. this... Well, what the main event's going to have. Um, but, alas, it's not the way they went. So, yeah. Um, first of all, get this out of the way. Terry Funk looked really good for 71 years old, and given yeah. what... Very surprising. He, he was a little bit um, incomprehensible, but... Well, that's... Terry Funk's been incomprehensible since 1972. Yeah. Um, but it just... I mean, I thought he looked like, I'm like... It took me a second, like, that sounds like Terry Funk, but he's yeah. like 90. Terry Funk last, last night looked like... I don't know yeah. how they're going to plan... I don't know how they plan on paying off the chainsaw angle here. I don't know either. Um, but it unless, is Brock Lesnar, so he might end up using a chainsaw. Uh, Brock, will probably eat, Brock will probably eat the chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, I mean, the, the barbed wire bat, okay, you can, you can find ways to do that. Um, yeah, whatever. They'll do whatever with that. Um, but I don't know. Just, I mean, this is basically the same story that they did with Punk Lesnar at SummerSlam 2013. So that'll be okay. Um, because Ambrose is the kind of guy where he can just keep getting up and it makes sense. That'll be okay. Um, Brock probably wins, even though Ambrose needs the win a lot more. Well, it's going to be done in a way where Brock's going to win, but Ambrose will come out on the other end. If he, you know what, after this, 
ass whooping he is about to take and what's about to happen. Yeah. Or to God, if they don't figure this out and go forwards with Dean Ambrose after this, I don't know what the fuck else needs to happen. I don't know either. I mean, the, the other thing, if nothing else, who else do they have? That is true. That is on top. True. I mean, you got to figure that we'll get to the main event in a bit. You got to figure that Triple H is done wrestling for a while after this because he only wrestles a handful of matches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only as it is. A year at most. As yeah. It, yeah. And still puts on some of the best performances of the year. Oh, absolutely. Which it never ceases to amaze me. Um, well, but, I, I, another thing. I retweeted this the other day. Um, look at that fucking guy. He is 46. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he looks like he's dropped, yeah. he's dropped about 20 pounds. Too. Yeah, just insane, man. Because the thing is, this is getting back to to the Triple H before he came back in 2002 with like 70 pounds of extra muscle on him. Yeah. Because that that's what he turned into like a mini Scott Steiner back then. And now he's back down to the slim one that was the Triple H of 2001 when he was one of the best in the world. And he was still really good. But he was like a, much more of a power guy for all those years. Yeah. Now he's slimmed down a lot, and he worked. I, I've always liked that style of Triple H a lot better. When yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He's more when he's more of the cerebral guy instead of just the the glorified power brawler. Well, when he bumps. He's a fucking one of the best bumpers. That oh yeah, I uh, yeah. God yeah of all it, time, it, man. I, I've said this many times before, but it amazes. I've never seen someone whose career is so devastated. By that two-year span of 2002 and 2003. Because people remember that and forget that he's been one of the best ever otherwise. That two-year span, though, haunts him yeah. forever. Yeah. Because that was horrible. But that was a lot more just with they completely ran out of ideas than anything else. It sure seemed like it. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, yeah. Um, back to the... Uh, so are we good on the on the street fight now? Uh, yeah, I think we both yeah, are going Lesnar, but it, I think it's going to be a, a huge deal. It's going to be very me. close. Yeah. Um, that brings us to, I'm pretty sure the match is going to go on last. Boo! Boo! I can, yeah, I can actually, I can actually see them throwing a curveball and putting the cell on last, but I don't think they will. Boo! That's all I got to say. That's all anybody yeah. has to say. Um. They did. They've been doing. A, they've been booking Reigns smarter the last two weeks. A yes. lot smarter. This is what they should have been doing too for the last year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah, because um, I mean, uh, last week, not last night, but last week, the boot. The, when Reigns came back and did his big beatdown, that was fine enough. Um, uh, I didn't like the idea that people were able to calm him down. He should have just been throwing bodies around until yeah. in, as Triple H tried to get away. Uh, I didn't like just like the Usos, Jack Swagger, and Mark Henry shouldn't have been able to stop him. I mean, but whatever. KB, I appreciate your 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 optimism to still be trying to chip away at this as if it were uh, a, a salvageable situation. But yeah. uh, as far as this mania main event and this time period and this yeah. direction with the character. Yeah. Um, people's, people's minds are, appear to be made up. Yeah. Now, even last night though, to his credit, they didn't boo reigns that hard last night. And that was Philly. The, the boos were there. Don't get me wrong. But the key thing was that they kept that short. They kept it real short. Uh, hey, and uh, to uh, bears mentioning, Roman Reigns blocked her slap. Yeah, and the worst part, that is a... That made people gasp. No, that is the biggest win that anybody has ever had over Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. It really, truly yeah. is. Like, my wife was downstairs for a second, and I came back and said, he blocked the slap. And like, really? She He did? Fucking... I was earth-shattering. I was like, yeah. whoa. I was like, whoa, they're taking this serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can raise his left arm when for the most telegraphed slap in the world. He is a serious player. He is. This is this. Um, yeah, but uh, just the more I think about it, I don't know why. The more I think it's possible Triple H actually retains. If it doesn't go on last, I'm with you. Yeah. Like if yeah. If, if it comes on not last for whatever reason, uh, I'm gonna have some 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 reservations. 
Yeah. Because the thing is, just this is a match that needs a big interference or a screw job or something. But, I mean, the idea of Triple H and Reigns having like a 25 minute match with a straight finish sounds horrible. I mean, it'll, it would be a really good match, but. Oh, it would be, but just for, it would be like. That now, yeah, it's not. Because the, the 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 line that I keep hearing in my head is is of course going back to the only thing that makes sense here when Drew Carey was in the Royal Rumble and Kane came out. There's no easy way through this. <laughs> I mean, you know what though? You say this, and we're going to say that I'm not going to be. I am not going to be the person sitting here being like, oh, you know, they have to realize it. They have to pull back. It has to happen. No, let me be the first. Let me be the person to sit here and break it to you. It's going on last, and they're having a straight-up one-on-one match for, for 20 minutes. Yep. And that's that. Yep. Accept it. Yep. And there's... Because the thing is, like you said, the WrestleMania crowd made up its minds six months ago. Yeah. They are going to boo Reigns, and it is going to be amazing. Not in a good way, necessarily. Oh, it's going yeah, to you be can amazing. be amazed by things that are not good. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, going back to the crowd, this is jumping way back. The Wyatts better be on WrestleMania because I want to see 100,000 uh, phones and lighters go up. Right. If they manage to somehow not do that... Oy. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway... The, uh, the the Reigns Triple H match, it's probably going to go on last. I would put it probably at 80-90% chance of going on last. The only thing that could go on last after that's the sell, which does at least have major implications. Um, but, ugh. I just, it, 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 this is feeling like WrestleMania 25 all over again. Like, this really is the main event. WrestleMania 25 had a much better build. But it's like they're doing that in reverse. The match is going to be good. The build sucks. Whereas the build in 25 was good and the match sucked. Although the match sucked was for different reasons, as we know. Yeah. But it just I don't know. I really don't know about this. No, I do. I already told you. <laughs> yeah, this is, is going to be a sight. Yeah, that's, it'll at least be that. And what's, 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 what's furthermore, this is the second year that we've said this. Yeah. We were saying the same thing last year. Yeah. We literally we have wonder. not progressed at all since last year. We haven't. And the problem is, Reigns hasn't either. Roman Reigns is still pretty much the same guy he was last year. Just with two world title reigns under his belt. Well, and it's no fault of his. No, no. They, they haven't taken the fucking... That they haven't taken the... The strings off of him and let him yeah. develop and at, on the mic and as a character. It's, yeah. Roman, he's virtually the same guy he was last year. Um, I mean, we're to the point now where, okay, Triple H is fear, or Reigns wants to kill Triple H. How long does it take you to to remember why he wants to kill him? Which, which one are we going with here? What, why Reigns wants to kill Triple H? I mean, what's reason? You could, you could pick many. See what I, see what I mean? They don't really, there's no... It's just such a a, a, dis, a disjointed story. Like, I mean, okay, there was the beatdown a couple of weeks ago where Reigns got his nose busted. There was the rumble. Okay, but it's still just like, yeah, they've kind of screwed him over, but it, there's been worse. This really isn't all that bad. Yeah. It's just like, he, he's really just, Triple H is just kind of annoyed Reigns. And then he gave Reigns another title, another chance at the title with Fastlane, and Reigns is getting that now. For no good logical yeah, reason. It, yeah, exactly. Just shot. because, hey, we're going to give you another shot because we kind of feel like it. Even though this go, this is just like handing you the chance that you want after we've spent months torturing you. Yeah. And also, Reigns... With the Rumble, Reigns... The, the Rumble wasn't even a good way to build to it. Reigns didn't really get screwed in that. No, he left on his own. <laughs> yeah. He walked out! Yeah, and on top of that, like, Reigns kept saying, one versus all, he got what he kept asking for, and he lost. 
okay. That's like saying that when Rock cha- when Cena challenged Rock, he got screwed because he lost. It doesn't work that way. Reigns lost a, I guess technically, a fair match. I mean, yeah, he had to start at the beginning, but when you take a half-hour break... Yeah, you got no excuse anymore. Yeah, you can't... You lo- that's the problem. They've done a horrible job of building sympathy for Reigns. He took a break during the match. He still didn't win. He was handed another chance to become number one contender, and he won that. Why should I sympathize with him? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll go with Reigns winning the title for the third time, which is supposed to be more interesting than the first two. Yeah, think about that. How, how fucking insane. Reigns will be a, thir- a three-time champion. Yeah, which the thing is, it also goes to show you it's not about the title reigns, it's about how you get there, because Brian was, what, like a four-time champion when he won at Mania? Yeah. But because Brian actually faced adversity and forced their hand, this is Reigns being handed a shot. Well, handed a chance to get a shot at Fastlane. Why would I get behind this? I mean, we've, we've, everything that can be said about how shitty this thing is with Reigns has been said, like, over and over and over and over and over and over. I mean, yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's fucking stupid. But I think what we're really at now is this, are are we, I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, this is, this is, this is happening. Yeah, unless, unless they throw a major curveball, and I don't think they will. On Raw, this is what we are getting for WrestleMania. No, I mean as far as where this match is going, where this direction yeah, is going. Yeah, yeah. It really does feel like they still think that this big one clean fall is going to get cheered, and that's going to be the ending. I mean, the, the ending shot of WrestleMania is one of those things that, like, everybody has seen the ending shot of almost every WrestleMania, and this one is going to be Roman Reigns holding up the title. And getting booed very loudly. Vociferously. Yes. Yes. I mean, and ignore the deserved or not part. That's that's beyond the point right now. Because the fans have decided they're going to boo him. Period. They and what do we do, WWE? We're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, it, assuming they don't throw another curveball in like, like Rollins last year, which... I mean, granted, we didn't really see coming last year either. Well, I don't know who the fuck we is. I don't know if you got a mouse in your pocket. I wish we would have had the show. I wish we would have been doing the show at that time last year because I definitely fucking called that right uh, well, during the middle on. of the show. As soon as he lost, I was oh, like, as, yep. No, as soon as he lost, yes, but I'm talking like a week beforehand. As soon as he, as soon as the Money in the Bank winner loses a big match, you're like, wait a minute. Keep that in mind. That's standard operating procedure. Um... But, uh, yeah, just that's going to be their big ending. Reigns, the pyro going off, and the the booing drowning out the pyro. Unless they throw a major curveball in there. Uh, I mean, it's weird enough that they barely let Triple H and Reigns be on screen together. Yeah. Ever since that night with the beatdown where Reigns got booed and Triple H got cheered, and then they did the, the same thing with Ambrose the next week, and it worked. Um, it's pretty clear they know they're in trouble with this. You know what? Uh, here's another thing. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there before before we head off into the sunset for for WrestleMania. Yeah. Day yeah. Day. Um. And this is probably nothing. They're probably just trying to protect his face because he just had it operated on. Mm-hmm. You notice something different about Roman Reigns' entrance the last few weeks? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I have. Mm. Maybe we're on the way to some sort of character development. It'd be nice for it. It'd be nice to have some for once. I mean, I know where you're going with it, but then again, it it probably means nothing because did he ever clarify why he continued to come out th- through the crowd in the first place? No, no. Does WWE ever really feel the need to give us any sort of fucking explanation for anything? Well, they're they're not really. They they finally gave us an explanation, kind of. For why Vince is doing what Undertaker or why Undertaker is doing Vince's bidding, they kind of explained it last night, even though it seemed like Vince made that up on the fly. Um, so no, they're not going to give us an explanation for this stuff. It just kind of starts changing. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I I I took note of it. Yeah, 
For one thing, they might have done that to prevent the WrestleMania entrances from taking longer than the match. Whatever, that was the best entrance of all time last year. When Reigns was coming down through the crowd and some fucking stupid-ass fucking mutant fan tried to get in his way and he, like, threw him, threw him aside. That was fucking think, awesome. If there's one thing Reigns has brought to these feuds, it's allowing people to be used as projectiles. Yes. Just pick people up and move them out of the way. They did it in the Bray Wyatt feud, too, where just they'd start throwing people. That works. So... Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, I'll go with Reigns winning if they're crazy enough to actually go with that. Yeah, I, and I, I think we both we both think that they are. Yeah. I agree. Reigns for the win. A loss for all the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Fans, I want to let you guys know. Oh, I almost fucked this up. Hold on. We have finally a question. Someone came onto one of our official channels, either Twitter or the forum, and asked an official question for the podcast that they want to have covered. Like, I've been fucking asking for, for almost a damn year now. So, me and you are going to, re- I'm going to re-off this question, and we're okay. going to react to it. Fuck okay. Um, by the way, everybody out there, at the, uh, let's see if I can find my phone. The podcast itself has its own Twitter account now. So, you want to see all wrestling-based retweets, find out stuff about the show, upcoming guests, and uh, interact with the show, please give us a follow at Wrestling Wars PC. Wrestling Wars PC. The PC is capitalized. Wrestling Wars PC is the official Twitter account of the Wrestling Wars podcast. Hit it up. We can answer your questions like the one I'm about to do. SD619. From the forum wants yeah. to know. I seem to remember you mentioning a heel turn for Apollo Cruz. What do you guys think about him becoming the next Paul Heyman guy? Be careful what you wish for with that because the Heyman guys have very hit or miss records. Mostly miss. Yeah. The only Brock uh, Lesnar. Well, yeah, and how much of that is Brock Lesnar because he's Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Um,. I don't know. Uh, Cruz, Cruz definitely needs a mouthpiece. He does not get the character side of this whatsoever. Well, I think he'd be fine if he was given different material to work with. It's just... Yeah. He really doesn't have a character other than, Hi, I'm Apollo Cruz and basically the bald Shelton Benjamin. And I am... No, he's the black Adrian Neville is what he is. Well, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, fine. And he is just so goddamn happy to be here. That's That's... That's... That's the part of it that I don't like, and I think that they need to change. Yeah. That has that character has never worked for anybody. Ever. No. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. No. He should act like everybody should be happy to be able to watch him wrestle. Mm-hmm. Because he's such a great athlete. You've already got a guy who's just a, who's just a moveset, and that's Neville, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but to answer the guy's question, uh, the only way I could foresee... Uh, Adrian or Apollo Cruz becoming a Heyman guy is if they did a like a stable, like a Heyman family stable, mm. where he was one of many. Because otherwise, I just don't really see um a way to connect the two. You know, I just don't. I just, yeah, where out of left field. Uh, then again, they he did adopt Cesaro for. Little to no fucking reason. I think what the guy is getting at is, you know, is if, if he could be used, if he could have Heyman as as a mouthpiece. And while I get where you're going with that, I don't know if he necessarily, it's been proven that he needs that just yet. I think you should give him a chance to be a heel on his own and develop the kind of character that we've been talking about where yeah. he's a, you know, a, a, a jock cool guy. Yeah. And the other problem is Heyman guys, aside from Lesnar, of course, tend to be much more diamonds in the rough. Um, like Axel, where he saw potential in him, but never got a, he never got a push. Cesaro. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I mean. Is is Yeah. I just don't see... He's and, not and, a... And Cruz has basically been pushed as, this guy is amazing, and yeah, the next guy's big fucking thing. amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So I don't... We haven't don't... gotten that. That's really not the kind of guy... 
that Heyman would attach himself to. That's the kind of guy, and no, I'm not suggesting this would happen, that a Vicky Guerrero would attach herself yeah, absolutely. to. Yeah. This isn't, uh, this isn't, this, it does not feel like a Heyman project. Heyman's much more about polishing what's already there. Yeah, Cruz is very, Cruz is very polished, athletically is as polished as they get. Yeah. Um, so, I would pass on the Paul Heyman guy thing uh, without a few major changes. We, we appreciate uh, ST619. Finally, finally, someone stepping in and think, asking a question. Fucking thank you very much. Um, <laughs> we would be happy to answer anybody else's question. Hit us up on the podcast or in the forum thread. You guys all know about it. KB, it's been good talking. We will be back to review. We'll probably do a, a joint review show of uh, WrestleMania and then the night after, since you know that show is is in its own way just as big. Yeah, yeah. That's excited for that. A lot of big things coming this year because of just. Yeah, it's basically the season premiere. Yes, sir. All right. Well, good talking to you. Yeah. Everybody out there, thanks you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back later this week with the Shockmaster and maybe KB. We're gonna do NXT Takeover Dallas preview. Which is basically just going to be us talking, saying this is just so awesome over and over and over again. Um, plus, next week, Body Guy Johnson bringing the Waste Man Challenge here after his debut. Do not forget this weekend, the chapter show, Demand Progress. Body Guy Johnson makes his pay-per-view main roster debut in Progress Wrestling. Everyone check it out. Thank you for listening. See you soon. <laughs>